Hey, the Baby Fur Podcast is an 18-plus podcast. Please do not listen to it with children in the room or your grandparents or really anybody you don't know wanting to go out this side. Sit back and enjoy. Yeah, I think this is true when I'm baby. That all I want in this world is to be free. But how's it gonna happen when I can't count to two? Because we all need something to do. Baby forecast. Yeah, we're just gonna do the baby forecast. Yeah, we're just gonna do the baby forecast. Okay, that's the end of the song. Wow, Lily, thanks. I, I can only I, I can I can only parody group love for so long. I yes, I sure hope this doesn't uh, skirt near the DMCA lines. But uh, welcome no, back. They're not going to gonna catch us. Yeah, we have no money. That's we have true. no money, and I changed the lyrics significantly. We're baby. Welcome back to the baby fur podcast, folks. I'm Fluffy Spelly Nate. Has returned. Yes, welcome back, Spellathan. I'm Lily, and I'm regretting a lot of the stuff I said last week about wanting to get wanting to get sponsored. Uh, that's all. No, no, we edited that. I edited that out. You edited that own. out. Okay. Yes. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Did you? I, did you not listen? Wait. Did I? Or whatever. Um. So we were thinking, uh, in lieu of last Sunday being Mother's Day, why not bring on someone? who is a mommy because we all love mommies if you know if you know babies babies love mommies because they're 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 nice and they they give us milkies and um yeah mama milkies (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh resident evil 8 has the biggest mama milkies in the game in the world indeed so um don't they also have an ar trap in there they have a lot of things in that game so our guest this week is none other than Miss Fiona. Hello, I'm Fiona from Twitter.com. Fiona. Not from Shrek. Let's yeah, get one, one thing straight. From, from Twitter.com. Donkey. <laughs> donkey. That's no, you need to call your you need to call one of your littles donkey. Ogres are like onions. They have layers. Babies are like diaper are, are like onions. They have layers. Maybe your diaper has layers. Oh my god. I walked right into that one. I'm like an onion. Yeah, you know. What? I'm like an onion because if you caramelize me, I'm delicious. <laughs> oh god. Uh, let's, let's let's not let you near the stove. Yeah. No stove time for you. Yeah. Lily, no, yeah, or better yet, give Lily like one of those little. Um, I mean, while dragons are saying they're staying on top of the stovetop. You can have the like the play school stove, you know, the one that you turn on. It has the LED light. Yeah. Very nice, but doesn't get hot. Yo, wait, wait, was there one with like lights in it? Damn. Yes. Yeah. I. Yeah, they have wow. to find some new feature to sell it every year. Otherwise, oh, they would still be selling the same one from the seventies. <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you look. Oh, what was it? It now has in-app purchases. Oh my god! It's an it's an NFT. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the new PlaySchool smart fridge now with like thirty different apps for your child to do, and then just now it's another medium for kids to watch YouTube Kids on. Oh, yeah. So got normal. Yeah. So. Uh, Miss Fiona, uh, so we know who you are. Um, so let's, uh, let's get a few questions out of the way. Of course, obviously, how did you get into the baby fur community? Uh, I have always been a DL for like most of my life. Uh, I came to the DL community through the, uh, the love, the, uh, lovely pipeline that is, uh, 4chan, um, and the diaper threads on there. And of course, uh, Many, 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 many mangas that, uh, many and hentai mangas that you can look up on your own, on your own time. Um, and I was in that community for a good while for, since, you know, I was, since I was a smaller person than I am now, a younger person. Does, does the group start with an A and have a second word that's an L? 
I mean, listen, I'm not saying that I have the entire Atelier Lunette catalog memorized, but yeah, I do. Um, but I do. <laughs> Wait, so... Uh, yeah, so that, that got me to the DL side of things, and um, after I kind of... Uh, I kind of had a renaissance in my in my like mid twenties, and after I changed a lot about what I did with my life in my mid twenties, um, I kind of started looking for community to DL the DL community, looking into the DL community, and I had always had a sort of a reputation in the furry community as being kind of like mom, like I was I was the 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 mom furry, <laughs> where oh. I would um, <laughs> I would be the party Remember mom. The there was a con episode because there was a con episode, and I said, "Find the group mom; they'll have the the fruit snacks." Yeah, so that that was me, absolutely. Um, and uh, I know, so I know, most of you probably probably know um, Kingdom uh, or Mama Bear Kingdom uh, on Twitter. Um, she inspired me a ton, um, and I got a chance to meet her at a couple of furry cons and we just kind of talk about that kind of stuff. And I'd always had a toe in the community from that DL side. And then like in, I, th- I want to say like 2018 or so, or maybe like a little bit before that, I, I kind of dove head first after I moved uh, in, out and on my own away from roommates and I was living on my own. And I sort of dove head first into the DL community. And then I bumped by almost by mistake. I kind of bumped into uh to the to the AB side of it and to the idea of Littles and I the girl I was dating at the time was um really interested in uh, regression and stuff like that and we went to a couple of Littles nights at our local dungeon actually and I just decided that I pretty much naturally slid right into that mom <laughs> role and that I really enjoyed being a mom and so I was going to I was going to kind of pivot my my online and in real and in real life personality towards that sort of caretaker mom type aspect over what it had been before, which was more just kind of like weird furry girl that really likes sex. Well, all right then. Um, wait, That's actually, why you're a fox. I understand it. Wait, what? Yep, is the sound you get when you rub two foxes together. Oh my god! Yeah, that's exactly why. That's exactly right. <laughs> my persona is a fox, uh, and yep, I, I definitely, I was living up to that reputation on the comm circuit. Wow, a fox that's a top. Amazing. Um, yeah, you, you have know that two of them. You know that poster that says "In an emergency, I can top." Oh my god! <laughs> have you guys seen that placard? Uh, no. That was me. That was me when I first started going to furry cons, and I just. I sort of, um, as I explored the community, alongside, you know, I had always kind of been into the BDSM stuff as well, and so as I got more out on my own and more comfortable with my gender identity and everything, I really dove into the, the not the submissive side, the non-submissive side of the BDSM community, because people were always looking for a top, literally. Everyone was always looking for a top. <laughs> and I was like, well... Always. Constantly. I mean, every everywhere, every kind, and especially in the, you know, in the trans community, tops are... are f- few and far between and so i was absolutely like all right well let me see what i can do and it turns out i really like service topping i really like being a service dom um i have a couple of really good friends that that i hang out with at cons and one of the gentlemen is a he's a big bull of a guy he's awesome guy um and he is a service dom and he kind of talked to me one year about like how service doming works and the idea of like topping as like top almost topping as like a bottoming act like topping as a submissive act and like it was really interesting to me and i was like i can get into that headspace and then as i kind of evolved as a dom i I learned to also exit that headspace and get more into like a really hard dom sadistic headspace um i'm really into impact play lately i really have been enjoying impact play um, and stuff like that as well so it's been an interesting journey my back needs a a good massage Uh, bring a good flogger Oh, I have a. Do you want a big heavy one or do you want a little stingy one? I've got a bunch of floggers. I mean, I, I'm good for some stingy. My 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 scene is what I usually. My first scene was a whip, so I think I'm pretty. Oh good wow, for that's very intense. Wow. I'm a dog. Listen, I'm a show off. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> so, um, that's wait. All right, can we just kind of like backtrack for a second because I. I have several questions. Um, there are other are there other diaper manga aside from Amutsu Joshi, or 
What? Have you really never heard of Atelier Lunette? No, I. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. What? Uh, listen, you want yourself a marketable skill. Be able to tra translate Japanese and translate those, and, and everybody in the community loves you. Yeah, be into diapers and scat and learn how to translate Japanese, and you will be the most popular person on the internet. I, you know, I think that that tracks because uh, if I look at the numbers and the metrics of uh, who's popular, it's definitely people that mess and the people that are into anime. So that tracks. But I'm surprised I've never heard of this before. Oh wow, yeah, just uh, just hit up that end hentai when the show's over. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so um. What uh what other hobbies uh do you do or is there anything else uh that you get into? I'm a gigantic fucking nerd. Um ah. I like uh, sci fi yes. the common BDSM problem. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. really like I mean I, I'm checking all the all the like basic white girl boxes here, right? Like <laughs> oh, I'm totally into nerdy stuff. Um I'm a, a tie top when I can, you know, I'm a fox obsessed with sex. Uh, I have a fursona with purple hair. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I really, I really enjoy video games and uh, technology, and I'm anything like sci-fi related stuff. I'm a huge sci-fi nerd, sci-fi, and not as much on the fantasy side. Uh, although I've been trying to get a little more into fantasy, but tons and tons of like sci-fi stuff. Star Wars, I, Battlestar Galactica. I'm rewatching SG One right now. I like taking pictures of beans where beans don't belong. That's oh, just so a hobby. So you're the one that posts all those pictures on that subreddit. Yeah. That's a bride's basically mine. Oh my god. I feel like you could sell those, you know? Yeah. Like you could, like yeah. You could do like a whole like nouveau like art thingy, like a modern art like beans. I like beans. Beans, what the fuck? Uh and then I play a lot of video games. Oh my god, do I play a lot of video games? Um in a pretty same. I'm I'm IRL DLC in real in in the old days in a previous lifetime, I had a video game news and review website uh, that none of you probably ever heard of. <laughs> What's uh, it called? Do you want to plug that here or? No, because I'm no longer associated with them, and so I don't, I don't want to plug that at all. Actually, yeah, that's uh, fair. It it ended poorly, unfortunately for me, and then I went off and did my own thing, and uh, my own thing did not work out as well as I'd hoped it would, but. Um, during the four years or so that I was a part of the gaming industry, I did get to go to tons of cons, meet awesome people. Um, I've met pretty much everybody except for Shingeru Miyamoto. Um, uh, and I never I never met Reggie. Sorry, I didn't have any good Nintendo contacts. Your body um, wasn't ready. That's 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 the only reason. That's true. Well, it takes five turns <laughs> for it to get ready. Like <laughs> and like if the coughing or wheezing gets knocked out in the middle of it like it restarts the count it's 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 awful just it's a good yeah. core though wheezing yeah. regigigas you I gotta say you are like the third trans girl I want to say that has said that they either are currently or were like a youtuber in like the gaming industry that uh, is, so there are still like, some very embarrassing videos out there of me on the internet. If you if you know where to look, uh, link in the in the description below. No, Absolutely uh, not! Oh my god, <laughs> all, of, all of my credibility. No, no, uh, do we wouldn't we wouldn't do that to you. Um, but so, and uh, last question before we get into more of the topic for this week. Uh, but I think you might have already answered it. What is your favorite aminal? Yeah, that's a tough question. Um, I would like talking about like you know just idealistic or like animals I can actually like hang out with, pet and touch. Uh, let's I think uh, answer answers different based on those two, right? Wow, I never thought about that. Yeah, no. Uh, um, the answer is just aminal. Okay, so I'm going to go with foxes, and I'm sure that's not going to surprise anyone. Um, but I would like to provide a small disclosure here, a small disclaimer here, not a disclosure. Foxes are not pets. They do not make good pets. I know there are some very prominent members of the furry community that have foxes as pets. Those individuals have made major changes to their homes and lifestyles in order to accommodate that fox as a pet. And it is, foxes are not good pets. That's what I'm getting at here. <laughs> However, they're amazing. Yeah, no. All right. 
any any wild animal, if you see any wild animal that's being taken care of like a pet, it's because those people have training to do that. Don't <laughs> well, like there's there a was, lot of work to there it. was that there was that discourse a few years ago about a guy who took a fox to a convention and insisted it was a service animal, which it, it was it bit not. Someone. Yeah, um, it bit someone. That was and... MFF. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had a the fox was very chill until it was not chill and then it lashed out at someone that was a little too close and bit him real bad and now we will never have foxes at MFF again. <laughs> well darn, except yeah. for the except for the large anthropomorphic ones that have a human inside of them. Arguably shouldn't have been in there in the shouldn't have been there in the first place. Uh, actually very true, you're absolutely right. Yeah, All so right. foxes are my that was a tangent, but foxes are my favorite animal. If we have to go with animals I can actually like interact with, yeah. it's cats. Um, well, really, this whole podcast is a tangent, so don't feel bad about going on a tangent. Yeah, honestly, we 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 need content. That's our biggest thing. So, I mean, tangents are allowed. This is this is tangent city. Well, we're also babies, so that kind of that kind of makes sense because you know. We can't really focus on one thing for too long. Oh, so, um, mommies. So I, I feel like this is a very good topic to discuss, um, especially because a lot of littles, baby furs, um, as a baby, you look to find a caregiver. Um, so what better, uh, what better place to look for and like talk about caregivers than with an actual caregiver. Um, me, the caregiver. Yes, the giver of care. Uh, there's, so, a caregiver on, there's two caregivers on last week. I give yeah. you the uppies. Is it flu? Well, uppies for puppies. Yes. I give that's you the uppies and I give you the forehead kisses. And the, oh, the head. That's bomb. That's the bomb. That's the bomb.com. That's that good stuff. That's that good, good. Um, yeah, so uh me. So I think one of the first questions uh, uh I feel like we should ask is um what uh what does being a mommy mean to you? Such a loaded question. Yeah You're cheating on that, Nate. Um I mean it, what? It, like it, your pants. It's this oh is gonna God. you know, the answer for this is gonna be different to for every single person, right? You don't have to be there's no one thing you have to feel or be to be like a caregiver or a mommy or a daddy or whatever you want your title to be. For me, what it means is that I'm going to go for my littles, for the, the two girls that I that I mommy for. I'm going to go above and beyond what like would normally be like your, maybe like a relationship with like a girlfriend. Like maybe if you have a relationship with your girlfriend, sometimes you need a little bit of space away, whatever. As a mommy, I, as someone's mommy, I'm going to, as a, their caregiver, I'm going to take upon my responsibility not to walk away no matter what is happening, right? Like, I'm going to, even to sometimes a little bit to my own detriment, I'm going to make sure that you're happy and healthy and doing well. I'm really going to be invested in your, in everything about your life, um, from, you know, the, the top to the bottom, the beginning to the end. Um, and that's what it means to to me uh, personally to, as a, to be a caregiver for somebody is to really invest yourself in that in that person in their life and really make sure that you're walking alongside them the whole time, you know. Yeah, that's that's actually really that's a great way to put it. Um, that's pretty uh, fire emoji. I'm not gonna that's... lie. <laughs> so, you know, it's different for everybody, like I said, but for me personally, that's. That's what it means to just to kind of to give a little bit more than maybe a standard relationship would give. And in the same way you would with a BDSM relationship, right? You might give a little bit more than a standard uh, boyfriend, girlfriend type relationship. Well, yeah, I like, it's I like when I say stuff that kills Nate and you could tell what. No, I, I wanted to say something, but I wasn't sure how to say like, ah, yeah, that's that's good old Lily trying to fit it, trying to trying to get in with the kids. Kids yeah. these days with their emojis. <laughs> children, 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 and that's when adult, guys... adult children. <laughs> and that's when you guys have to come in and go. No, no not actual. Yeah, exactly. Because we this is an eighteen plus podcast, so we can talk about titties and sex. And, and sex with titties. I believe you mean. I believe you mean snacks. 
You big what? Mommy, big mommy milkers. Mm, yes. Yeah. Snacks and adulting. Giant mommy milkers. <laughs> big big mommy milkies. Oh God, please. They're, they're mommy milkies. We're just breaking me. This is what the actual podcast is. This is not. Yeah. Yeah. This is just a fuck with Nate show. God. The podcast is just people saying big mommy milkers for an hour. Oh, that's, that's no. It. That's nothing else. That's just me every day. I'm like sitting here just thinking about big mommy milkers. Wow, so thirsty. God, I'm a hungry. I'm a hungry baby. <laughs> um, so, uh, how would you or so you you alluded to having a uh, two, at least two littles. Um, that's a uh, it's very nice to know. Um, that you are polyamorous. Uh, how did you meet your littles? So it's an interesting story, and it's kind of a long story, so y'all gonna have to bear with me a little bit. Um, oh boy. So specifically, Yui, who many of you know from Twitter.com as well. I have known Yui since high school. Yui Padded Foxy. Uh, she goes by a few different names, but y- y'all know who she is. I Pretty much, I think you all know. <laughs> Listeners probably know who she is. I've, I've met them in real life. Yeah, right, exactly. So a lot of people have also had some more and more meeting, meeting her in real life uh, as well. She's really fantastic. I've known her since high school, um, a million and a half years ago. And we went to the same high school. And we kind of knew of each other when we were in high school together. Um, and we had been friends on and off throughout most of the rest of our lives. Uh, kind of, she's one of really only a couple people I still talk to from that time period in my life. And uh, I've been... You know, she's been with me through a lot of different stuff. We've gone to cons together. We've been just been really good friends. We've gone to cons together, and we've done, you know, we get concerts and trips together and that sort of stuff. And um, <laughs> about uh, a little over a year, I guess maybe two years ago now, um, I was, after she was setting up all of her furry stuff for her Safe for Work furry account, um, she and I were talking about furry stuff because she was getting back into the community. And... On Fur Affinity, I had liked a picture, an ABDL picture. Uh, just it was like a you know, just like a really mild vanilla diaper pic. Honestly, it was nothing, nothing serious at all. Um, and she messaged me, and she was like, "So are you into this?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> and um, it, from there, there kind of was the, the the dance, you know, the dance as it goes. Um, where we kind of went back and forth talking about a lot of different things. And um, at the time, she was still kind of keeping a lot of her ABDL stuff to herself. She wasn't really uh, practicing at all or, or, you know, going to any events or anything. And um, so I was like, well, why don't you come and see, visit me? Because I also had my, uh, was also had my other little, my other, my other girlfriend. Um, And she was, she's little, she's part of the community. And I said, well, why don't you come? Yui, why don't you come visit me? And we'll spend a weekend and you can just hang out in diapers and, you know, no, we nothing has to happen. Like, no pressure. Just come hang out. You can hang out in diapers. You know, we'll just chill, whatever. And it, the weekend went really well. And a little bit later, I was like, you know, I, I know you're new to the community, but if you want, like, I would love to be your mommy. And she was basically like, yeah, okay. That seems okay to me. <laughs> and uh, it kind of just went from there. Wow, that's that's incredible. As all natural relationships do. And then the other one is much easier. Um, the other one is uh, Baby Sea Cow. Some of some people know her. She she, she is her Twitter account is is set to private, so you can't. Uh, I can't. I can't tw- link her. But basically, she. I met her on Twitter um, through her vanilla Twitter account. Uh, I was looking for people to hang out with after I had kind of fallen out with my last group of friends. And I was looking for somebody to hang out with in the area, and I tweeted uh, something about going to museums or the aquarium or something. And uh, she loves the aquarium. Baby Seacow loves the aquarium, as most of you littles do. You all love aquariums. Yes. I, uh, yeah. me, me and Murphy went to the aquarium once. Yeah. It was a very it's like, nice aquarium. It's like universal like, in the community. I don't know what it is. It's like everybody loves aquariums. So, um, And I offered, I offered yeah. to take her to the aquarium. Um, and we did not go to the aquarium. Uh, we did not end up going to the aquarium, but about two months later, she was going to CatCon 
and she needed somewhere to stay while driving down from where she lives in Milwaukee. And I was like, oh, well, I'm like halfway. Do you want to come have dinner with me and hang out? And I was totally crushing on her at the time, of course, because, you know, it's like, how it is you crush on you follow somebody's stuff follow them online and you know you follow their twitter and everything and you crush on them and so, so yeah come down let's hang out and so we hung out for a couple hours and it was really cool we really clicked um and then kind of from there we just <laughs> we saw each other a couple more times and then we went to um asin anime central which is in chicago together and we had a fantastic time together at anime central and uh we just started dating shortly after that Oh, that's uh, that sounds pretty normal. It sounds like a normal furry relationship. It it's furry relationships <laughs> are are pretty weird. Yeah, um, definitely agree on that one. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, I feel like a lot of people when they're in the furry community have a lot of alternative lifestyles. So you you tend to see a lot more alternative relationships uh, that are not of the normal. Um, you know, mon- monogamous, mon- <laughs> monog, monog. Why can't I think? Why can't I say this word? Monogamous, monogamous cis heteronormative. You know, thing that you see in most cases. It seems like there's would, a lot. I would say it's, it, that is less common than people want to believe, but culture says that that's the norm. You know, yeah. the furry community has always been wrapped up in, in the alt community, right? I mean, it was especially like yeah. in, the 80, in the 80s and like the 90s, the furry community was a huge way for not for closeted homosexuals to go and just spend time with others and like get yeah. out and go and basically do cruising, but in a hotel where everybody was already there, right? Because you could kind of hide behind your furry identity. And that's always been wrapped up in the community. And I really love that about the community. Like the furry community is full of people that are not normal and that's you know i'm not normal in any way and so i love people that are not normal as well i'm a genetic freak and i'm not normal so you look at me and you look at Samoa joe <laughs> that's yeah it's very that's the thing that i like because i i don't i feel like i'm too i'm too baby to be baby or i'm too baby not enough furry but I like being able to be part of the furry community because I feel like my entire – I feel like I vibe with a lot of people in the furry community because it's like you said. There's a lot of people that don't fit into like the whole normal bubble because like I don't, I don't feel like I fit in a lot when I was in school and stuff. I was always the weirdo kid. So I was just like, all right, let yeah. me just be with a bunch of weirdos, you know, much to my mom's chagrin. <laughs> you know, you know that's that's part of it for me because I'm 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 weird, but I also have this kind of artistic part of me that a lot of you guys know and a lot of people have seen. But I haven't really done a lot of artistic stuff in this community, and I think, um, I don't know. You they you guys have really this community has really helped me be normal and around people. Yeah, I, I have trouble being around people. Well, I mean, people are people are strange. I. You get into there's a lot there's a lot of like rules and regulations and stuff that like are just sort of you just sort of have to adapt to and it's just like it's all there's so many unspoken rules and this whole structure in society like if 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 you if you leak you need to tell someone immediately you're supposed to tell me so that I don't have to replace the couch again and the proper way to do it is, is. the proper way to do it is screaming as loud as you can for mommy. Strong disagree. Not my problem. Or daddy. E- either one works. As long yeah. as it's just a leak and not a blowout, we'll just get the steam cleaner. Oh. Speaking of things, uh, I liked. So, so let's talk about stuff that we like to do with our, our caretakers because I think that's that's very different for a lot of different people. For me personally, you know, I want to go thrift shopping with my mommy, but I also want to be like taken out like in cute clothing when I go thrifting and be. Uh, I, I don't know. I've, my, any any parent for I've ever had has really helped me validate my gender. I guess my gender identity because you know I'm my gender identity is is puppy, um, which is a little reductionist, but you know. I can't, I can't. I can't really be defined. That it's. Yeah. I, I love going, going out with my littles. Um, it's it's one of my favorite things. I think we we like 
like baby sea cow and I actually like go on like little dates sometimes where like we'll we haven't because of the pandemic recently but like prior to the pandemic we would like plan somewhere to go where I could pad her up and take her out and you know put her in like uh in like a short alls or you know something else that was really cute and then we could just kind of go out and spend the day out like looking at stuff and then you know uh maybe do some car changes um Ooh. and really just hang out together and you know just kind of explore the dynamic in a way that you don't get to do it when you're at home right yeah yeah that's that's uh that's another thing that seems very interesting and fun is like because you know aside from the if you can get past it being a very uh scary and like uh awkward thing to do well maybe not awkward but uh a little daunting for some people to go out in public possibly padded or dressed in some sort of little clothing uh but it's like a dress in general i mean you know for a lot of for a lot of trans for a lot of trans people, I think there's a lot of trans people in this ABDL community. Yes. Yeah, I should qualify that with I'm not I'm not dressing her up as like as baby. It's more like, you know, she she also is obviously uh, I am also of a divergent gender. So she and and it's like it's more like take me out public in a dress crazy. or take me out in a way that makes me look cute in public. Right. You know, maybe do her nails yeah. before we go, you know, put a little blush on her face so that she's wearing a little bit of makeup. And so she looks, she feels cute. And then, like, that dynamic ex extends as well, because then, like, you're going out and, like, even the embarrassment of being outside, right? It's like, oh, I'm scared, I'm embarrassed. Like, oh, no, don't worry. Like, mommy will take care of you, right? Like, you just kind of fold your face into your caregiver while you walk and, you know, they, yeah. they're there to protect and take care of you. It's a yeah. lot easier to be different when you have a crowd around you. Yeah, um, and I feel like that—that's a that—that that is a big thing that I feel like that draws a lot of people towards, um, towards getting a caregiver, especially is just like having someone to protect them. Um, now I, I I know I feel like I might have discussed this a bit before, but I uh, little do you know I'm a switch. I'm not just a baby that everyone gets to pick on and tease, but. What? Yeah, Who I have to work hard to pick on and tease. Yeah, what? And any betrayals? Oh my god! So, but, um, how? Uh, as a caregiver, you are looking to, or uh, a little is looking to you for this sort of protection and care. Um, does that? Does that? Uh, has that come with its own set of challenges? Uh, you know how? How do you? How do you handle being that 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 kind of person? Um, you know, because I I feel like I kind of struggle a bit with being that kind of person sometimes, being confident in in that sort of thing. Yes, but also no. Um, I have bad days like everybody else, right? Everybody has bad days. Some people have more bad days than good. Some have more good days than bad. Um, and so like I. I have bad days and I do have days where I struggle and where I'm sad and where I struggle with depression. And on those days, yeah, it can be hard to be a caregiver sometimes because you do have to output at a certain level. But my relationships are thus that when I have a day like that, I can rely on my little to give me that feedback and to be there for me. Right. Even if that just means like curling up against me and being there near me with that like feeling of unconditional love that no matter what kind of day I'm having, I'm going to be able to receive that physical affection back from them, right? That kind of relationship for me makes it all worthwhile, right? And I know that it, there is pressure. You're right. There's pressure on caregivers and in general to perform constantly, to always be at a, a high level and always be this amazing, happy go go person who's gonna be there to change your diaper or or cheer you up when you're sad or make you a you know mac and cheese or whatever but sometimes they are gonna be tired and they are gonna need a break and a good a good little a good partner knows that they can help their they can help and back up their caregiver as much as their caregiver helps them and also That's... communication 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 as well right, as ab them. absolutely and that doesn't have to be verbal communication right 
I am no. not a very I'm not a very verbal person uh, when it comes to my moods, and so but but my girlfriend knows really well when I you know cert, when I behave in a certain way, certain body certain like body postures and things. She absolutely knows that you know that's a day where I'm not feeling great, and she'll pick up on that. And and you know those kinds of little signs that come from your partners are things to to learn and, and to really just click with somebody, learn those little spots, and try to help them out when you can. And it goes both ways every time, right? Yeah, yeah i th- I think that's I think that's an important thing to remember. Uh, is that it goes both ways? So I because I feel like I've had some relationships where it's been sort of either intention like unintentionally or whatever that it's been kind of toxic where like the little's always just like oh daddy daddy you know and it's just it's important that you know you're uh it's important that it's a it's a two-way street you know because at the end of the day it's a relationship you're not just supposed to be this like 100 stoic person um, absolutely absolutely yeah did someone leave the voice no that, that uh, was Ge- that was that was Giark. Yeah, that was yeah, Giark, but we yeah. that was Giark, but we got craig so we're yeah. still good to go so um but yeah but yeah a lot of my interactions with my big are like you're doing great you got this don't worry yeah Oh my it's god! It's amazing how much those little platitudes help, right? I mean, just yes, just the small reassurances. And I want to just touch really quick. I think Nate, you said that like a lot of some people expect on un- the unconditional always on from their caregiver, and I've seen that in the community at times. And those people are toxic. You said that's a toxic relationship, and you're right, it is. You cannot have a one way relationship ever. There always needs to be back and forth and understanding among the parties that. Sometimes somebody's gonna have a bad day. Yeah, um, I I feel like it's yeah I feel like there are definitely quite a few people that um, that kind of uh, there's nothing wrong with being uh, there's nothing wrong with being a little and having little space or using little space to cope. But I feel like to a certain extent, if you're doing this, if you're doing a lot of little space, like. 24 set like all to like 24 7 um there's something else at play there because uh, honestly like I-, I always like to say what's the first part of abdl and it's, it was not the a the a uh does not stand this the a does not stand for anarcho-communism i say i tweet as different listen listen but no because it's you know that that's that's a that's a great uh, point to bring up, though, especially because a care um, a little needs to be just as much there for a caregiver as their caregiver is for them. Um, yeah, and if you're a dominant little, you gotta beat up your caretaker sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's a spicy. That's a spicy idea. Like a middle or like what a, the, my uh, life. <laughs> um what uh, you know <laughs> kind of like service like a service top caregiver kind of maybe i don't know seen babies they can give it as good as they take it ah yeah there you go i wouldn't well, say it's a common thing but i've seen it yeah no caregiver know. caregivers can be bottoms definitely yeah um, that's why i prince it yeah exactly <laughs> so um we actually got uh, a couple of questions uh, from our latest Twitter post uh, from uh, some people. Uh, so I, I figured it would be a good idea to do a little bit of a, a Q&A from the people. So here's some questions that come from the people. Um, do all mommies in the community start as littles or is that just a myth? Uh, I have big respect for mommies and what they do for us littles. They need more love. What can you say? I, about I think that? that might be a myth. Um, I, I want to, I want to qualify a little bit and say that I, I have never been on the little side of the equation, but I have been on this the sub side of the BDSM equation, and and the right the right parts of subspace can often be very similar to little space. So I feel like I, I know I know that it would be good to have that experience because I mean 
all of the best dominants in the community have done time as submissives and understand, you know, how limits work and the best the best buttons to press at the best times. And I think a little who kind of graduated into a caregiver role would also know the right buttons to press at the right times. Uh, but I think that's probably a myth. Yeah, uh, all the time. Well, as every as time. a Hopefully. yeah, as a switch, uh, I would say that is that is pretty good because I, I will notice like I've I've had littles before that are just like, oh my god, you've pressed buttons that I didn't even know I had, and I was like, ha yeah, because I uh, it's like the far it's like the farmer's insurance thing. You know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's the way it is in the BDSM community, right? It's like. If you're going to if you're going to top, if you're going to be a, a a top, one of the best ways to learn how to top effectively is to bottom. Yeah. And, and just to yeah. learn the techniques that way. And not yeah, only no, exactly. that, but like give yourself some experience for it. Like exploration's a thing. I a lot of the sadists I know also have are massive masochists, but they only let certain people top them because they don't want that to be everyone our exchange is always fun right i mean what what baby doesn't like a role reversal scenario where they start off as the adult and then get you know get tf trapped into being a baby right i mean that's a pretty common thing in the, com in the community right? oh yeah that's that's like the whole point of this community is just a lot of people like i know my mom uh don't ever come out to your parents as abdl kids um but my mom and I have had this discussion at nauseum, uh, not necessarily about ABDO, but especially about like BDSM. And she just thinks that like, it's always just like, oh, isn't that with like their, the, the CEOs are actually secretly this, the, the submissives in the bedroom because they're at work all day being in charge. And like, that's. Or they're psychopaths and also want to be largely in charge. Oh Jesus. Well, yeah. Um, uh, alternatively, they Both just examples are equally valid children. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, whatever, whatever helps you get through the day, honestly, it's valid. But, but yeah, um, power exchange is huge. Oh, yeah. Power calling what? you out, Casey. Jesus Christ. You heard us. This, I, I feel like someone's going to tell Casey about this episode and uh, we're, I don't know. Was I not, gonna... was I not supposed to tweet at him? Already? I, Did I, you? I... I sent him a message no, on Telegram. No, I, didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't without asking Jesus you. Jesus Christ. I just wanted you to panic for a second. I sent, him, fucking... I, I sent him a message on Telegram. I've never opened Twitter it's faster. <laughs> I just wanted to see Nate, this, is why, this is why you have a podcast with me and Lily. Because what? we know how to mess with you. <laughs> well, sh fuck. What the hell? Yeah, those are a lot of bad words. You should not be saying those words. Yeah, well, yeah, come on. If you, if you remember from last episode, baby says fuck. I'm gonna have to get <laughs> the soap out. Um. Oh boy, is it chocolate flavored soap? No, it's for washing is it, your is hands. It Hershey's chocolate flavored soap. <laughs> now I have no idea what you are implying there, and I am like mildly a, alarmed. A bar of soap <laughs> in the shape of a Hershey's chocolate bar, and it tastes like a Hershey's chocolate bar. Hey, it's a Hershey's chocolate. I'm glad you clarified that one. Fuck no, Fio no, bad, bad Fiona. <laughs> the little spray bottle. Ugh, God, um, it doesn't work on us. We're immune to it. Yeah, At some point, spray, bo spray yeah. bottles do nothing. We have thick fur. We're fine. Don't worry. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> God. So just don't show your weakness. Then we won't exploit it. Oh my god! What the? Well, then what? What am I supposed to do? I suggest curling up. In yeah, a I haven't figured that out. Yeah, I haven't oh. figured that out. Yeah, it's not my problem. It's your problem. I've never had to put mental energy into thinking about it. Yeah, you just have the fox reaction. Curl up into a ball, place your tail over your face, and then everything else goes away. There's no, nothing can be oh, bad when the tail over your face. A, yeah, the that's, solution is just scream. That's just the fox reaction is to scream. Yes. I know that's. Oh my god! Have Especially you ever heard fox screams? They're terrifying. Oh god! They're terrifying. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I think one of the biggest. I think one of the biggest questions. Um, not sure exactly how to properly word this, but I think one of the core things that I want to we want I should think we should get to before we wrap this up is uh, 
Uh, I feel like there's a lot of littles who are searching for a caregiver or are looking for that special someone. Uh, but there, there's, there's an art. I feel like there's an art form to it. Um, do absolutely. you? I mean, there yeah. absolutely is. Uh, I, I give really good dating advice, and it's the same. I'm, I'm going to give the same really good advice to anyone who's looking for a caregiver. Start with a conversation. You know, uh, given how I, how we talked about caregiver being a relationship that's even more deep, more serious than a, uh, you know, than a significant other boyfriend girlfriend type relationship. It makes sense that you would want to have that level of connection even more so than with that person that is going to be your caregiver than you would with a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And so the first thing you need to do is make sure that you click. Establish communication, right? Have a conversation. Talk. Start. Don't, don't start with, Mommy, can you change my soaking diaper? Um, if I had a dollar for every DM I got that had that type of implication to it, I'd never have to work another day in my life. Yeah. God. They're so softcore. I mean, you know, I get some pretty nasty, some pretty natty ones. Too, <laughs> those are not appropriate for the podcast. Those are the ones I usually respond to, actually. Oh, um, there, but, you know, there's, <laughs> there's ahead, a line. Sorry. No, I was gonna say this. Like, there's a line where you're just like, "Mommy, can you change my diaper?" Um, delete. Mommy, can you sit on my face and call me a beta cuck? Oh, listen, honey. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's like kind of like that, I guess. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm not saying I'm horny, but I'm constantly horny. So if you come oh, at me boy. with that, you're going to have more luck than you will with mommy change my diapy, um, which I get like three DMs a day that say that. Um, uh, 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 wow. I just, you know, it's approach it in the same way you would approach dating, which I guess is a terrible way to say it. If you're probably asking this question, you probably don't have the same question about dating. So don't go in with any expectations. Talk to the person, sit, you know. Don't send a message that says hi. Um, oh, hi God. messages. That mean that doesn't tell me anything. You want to? What do you want to talk about? Something you know? We have to connect on a common ground, right? If you are looking to have a relationship with someone that goes beyond a one night stand sexual relationship, you want to have a connection to that person so that you have things in common, so that you can talk, so that you can be more than just uh, objects of desire, right? Lust will get you a long way in a relationship, but it will not, it, you will eventually be get done. Your lust will burn out eventually and you'll need some common ground, right? Um, so that, I guess my advice to somebody who's looking for a caregiver is try to start a conversation. Um, don't, you know, make, if they're open, first of all, uh, if they, if they're not open, then please don't approach them and, and ask uh, if they're looking for another. Uh, like I have listed in my in my bio that I have two littles already. Like I, you know, if somebody already has listed relationships in their bios, don't go in expecting anything. If you want to say hello to them and talk to them, fine, but don't ex go in expecting to date them, right? If they already, unless they're advertising that they're open, just yeah, try I... to make a try to make a connection. That's I guess that's the best way I can say that. Yeah, and I, also I... like my my best advice is just don't don't start like that like don't start trying to like do dating because often the people who are jumping straight to dating aren't self-analyzing themselves and looking how like they can improve as a person too vds like vdsm relationships and power dynamic relationships are something that you should probably know yourself your limits and how you're going to handle stuff before jumping into any kind of dating yeah, and that's that's always true in terms of everything, but also there are people who are looking to find themselves in those relationships, and, and I know that that's not the healthiest behavior, right? But some people do find and define themselves by their relationships, and if you do that, more power to you. Just don't expect to walk onto Twitter, DM a mommy, and say, you know, change my diaper, please, and then have, you know, a relationship that lasts longer than five minutes with that person. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people need to realize that. And it's it's more of like a thing of it's it's a game of patience, because if you just try going about this, like thinking, oh, yeah, I'll just DM this person. Ooh, ooh mommy, can you change my diaper? Ah, she loves being a mommy. I bet she'll love that. And I feel like a lot of people, especially if they take like two extra brain cells and are just like, ah, this person is a human person. 
you know, with a uh, with thoughts and feelings and emotions. I bet you, I bet you, uh, I bet these people that are trying to establish a relationship would never ask you like what your favorite color is or like what what do you what are your goals and aspirations and dreams in life. You know, it's 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 interesting to say the least. As you're trying to start no, that conversation, just remember that nobody owes you their time, right? People have yeah. their own lives. And the best pickup line is. The best pickup line is puppy question mark. Puppy Maybe. question mark. What? Y'all puppy. got puppy brains, that's for sure. Puppy, puppy, oh. puppy, 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 puppy. Oh god. Uh, yeah, it's the toddler word. Is this is this did Vlue do this to you people last week? Is this what having I did, no, no, no. I did this to Vlue. Yeah, it's true. Oh, it was you. You did it to Vlue. Yes. It so, was your uh, fault. Willie and I Lily and I dated before Vlue, and then I found Vlue. And I brought Blue into the group, and then we made Blue Puppy. I brought Marky into this community, or it's at least true. this part of it. I hate you for it. Puppy, oh, puppy, 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 I'm sorry. What? I'm joking. What is? Wait. What is the? What is the goal here? Repeatedly saying puppy. Is it just uh? Echolalia. Puppy is an easy. Yeah, it's a. It's an easy word to say that puppy. all dogs get super excited about and get a response from. Ah, so like, like when when you're little, you can say "puppy" at a dog. They'll probably respond to you, come and want to lap you or play with you. Interesting. Have you not That's... ever had a dog in your life? No, no, actually, I've not. I I feel like my life was. A you're little missing bit out boring. in this world. My life was kind of boring. Like I, I'm an only child. And I never, like I said, only child, never had any siblings, never had a pet. Uh, my parents tried to get me one uh, when I was like 12, uh, but that didn't go well. My, my, basically, my, my, my parents kind of had a disagreement on that. They were like, all right, we're going to give the kid a decision. For his 12th birthday, he's either going to get a puppy or he's going to go to Disney World. And of course, my ass was like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking Disney World. Um but then my dad was like, "Oh yeah, here, let's take a look at these. Uh, let's take a look at these dogs that one of my, one of the one of his coworkers' friends had or something." Uh, and then my mom got mad, and then just like, "Ah, never mind. I'm never getting a pet." And then I don't know. Life kind of life kind of got hectic after that. I wouldn't mind getting a cat. Your life but... has been ruined. Cats are easy. Nate, do you want to talk about some of the Cats ways pretty... people can meet littles or bigs? Oh God. That's a great question. That's, that's actually a, good idea. a great idea. Yes, thank you, Jesus. How did I not think of that? Oh, I just crossed my mind just now. So that's yes, that is fantastic. Uh, where where do you feel like people could uh, could easily find a caregiver, or where do you think like yeah, the best places to oh, to? I have to personally say I found you know my I found my little on Twitter. Um, Twitter has a lot of great people on it. It can be kind of hard to approach people on Twitter, especially if they're like established accounts, you know, and everybody reads all their DMs. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, another great website is FetLife. Um, FetLife is actually was originally, I think, as started as a dating service originally, but now also has a ton of like social networking features. And there are a lot of really active littles communities on there. And my yeah. best advice is if you're really looking for something that's offline, that's R that's RL offline, and you just are looking for someone to participate within it within this community. And go to your to local dungeon. A, yep. Go to your dungeon or find a meet on FetLife. Go to a munch. A munch is a really casual event where you just go sit down and eat food with the community members. They'll, they'll, they're always very inclusive and nice and you can meet them and then maybe, you know, go to another event they may hold and then, you know, kind of go from there, you know, talk to people and see if there's anybody that's, out there that is you know interest that's it that you're interested in yeah i would definitely say fet life well fet life is a great place that was actually where i met my first little that i uh ever ever dated um and it, it can be a bit of a challenge there but it's also good because a lot of people use fet life to find their local community so even if you don't necessarily like oh no i can't find a caregiver you'll find like all kinds of friends and other people in your life that I, f I feel like can make your life better or just are uh, really, you can find, you can find events to find all kinds of good events. That's all right. Um, the leg. 
no, no, the lag strikes again. But yeah, um, and also, uh, I mean, there's, there's, I feel like there's a bit of a, there's a bit of something to be said about possibly. Uh, oh, um, there's Lily's something. Slurred. Yeah, Lily down. Um, but I feel like there's something to be said about uh, even. Like uh, it can be a bit of a challenge, but meeting someone outside of the community and trying to I- incorporate them into into your lifestyle. Oh yeah, that can be super hard. Right. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't. You wouldn't believe how many times I've like. <laughs> there was one time I met a girl on Tinder, and one of our first dates, I I don't know how the topic came around, but she was like she i think she's a nurse she was a nurse or she worked in child care but she was i was about to hypothetically be like oh yeah hey you you got any kinks or anything and then she started going off about how much she hates changing diapers and i was just like ah no no, you were like well well this relationship isn't gonna work yeah i'm stuffing (laughs) i'm i'm stuffing bread i'm stuffing breadsticks in my purse and walking out the door yeah time to go all right are you the type to stuff breadsticks in your purse? Your, yeah. man, your man purse? My man, my man purse, my fanny pack. It's called a diaper bag. Come on. <laughs> your, <laughs> oh your my nurse. god, yes! Oh man, if I ever, like, alright, so ever since you told me about, like, the con mom, I've always I've always loved the idea of, like, being, being the con dad. So now what I want to do is now I want to have, I think I have, like, some sort of knapsack bag that I would use but I would definitely call it the diaper bag or, or I would definitely just get, just get a straight up diaper bag, but it'd just be full of snacks and like other, other, other stuff for people at cons e- even, well, maybe even an actual diaper. Cause you know, baby I have a change. big pink bag that my mother bought me years ago. Um, that is a diaper bag. It's a Vera Wang diaper bag. Nobody wanted it, I guess, because it was a diaper oh. bag. And so she gave it to me, and it is... I carry that bag around at cons. That's my, like, con bag, because it's like an overnight bag's worth of stuff. And so I'll put, like, you know, all my drugs and water bottles and stuff in there, you know, just, like, to have it at a con. Yeah, yeah. that's... I, I need to remember that because uh, whenever I went to like anime conventions, I would just I, I was just basically some sort of amalgamation of tired, dehydrated and probably haven't eaten in in like 12 hours. Uh, but mostly that's just because uh, I ran around. I run around in cosplay by myself. So I'm like, I don't need a backpack. That just doesn't add to the good. That doesn't add to the cosplay. <laughs> Might not add to the cosplay, but it definitely adds to your dehydration level. <laughs> no, I no, I know. From now on, I don't think I'm even. If I ever go to cons anymore, I don't think I would ever cosplay because it's expensive. Or if I did, I would bring someone along with me, and I would definitely bring a backpack. And I'm definitely like stuffing stuffing as many goodies and stuff in there as much as I can. And I'm staying hydrated. God damn it! I love uh, doing. Uh, I guess the word would be like con momming, like you were saying earlier. Like I really love to to do the cosplay for cosplay. We always call that cosplay handling, right? Love to be like a cosplay handler, um, <laughs> where I like go around uh, ensuring that people are getting what they need to do, like um, so that you know, like if you're with someone, you carry like a sewing kit and like snacks for them and like their purse and their con badge and everything. Oh yeah, if you want to get really good con credit, carry a sewing kit around. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I always, I always have one with me though. I only carry a few uh, types of threads, and I know that like the the really good, like con medics will carry a ton of thread with them, like different colors. Yeah, that oh, is that's... that is, that is uh, a chaotic good thing to do. That sounds like a great cosplay idea. Just con medic, like you. You have your play. You cosplay as like a medic, but you have an actual bag. I think I saw that one time when I was at a convention. There was like some uh, cosplay repair person. That was really cool. Hey guys, how long have we been recording? Uh, one hour five minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we could we could probably edit some of this well, out. Let's but wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I believe that. Sorry, my is, back is killing me. Yeah. So. Uh, I think it's. I think we pretty much hit all the points here. It's uh, 
that was a pretty it's a very good chat about caregiving and um nerd stuff and all that good stuff um so question have you ever had sex with one of the care with uh, a cosplayer dressed as the uh Altier lunette character no all right, I've but given you a goal for this next year. Thanks for adding to the list of things I really want to do in my life. Add that to the bucket list. Well, damn. Yeah, that one's yeah. on the. That was a, that's a good thought process. Ah, oh, God. Um, I tried. I have had sex with a whole bunch of different cosplay girls, though, and sometimes more than one at once. Um, oh I like. I like. I prefer the cosplay to stay on. Just like the diaper, it, it's, the diaper stays on yeah. during sex. Oh my god! I lost my phone at some point during this, and I need that. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, thank you, Miss Fiona, for coming on the show with us and giving us your your wonderful mommy wisdom. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, you first of all, thank you guys so much for for having me on. I'm so glad that to be here, and I'm. Appreciate y'all inviting me. You can find me on Twitter at Fiona Mama, F I O N N A M O M M A. And that's all I have to plug. So, mm, all right. All right. All Spelly. Right. Uh, where I can am people Spelly. find you? You can find me at Speller underscore 19 on Twitter. That's the only way you can find me. I mean, I guess yeah. you could also follow the podcast, but I don't remember that. Yeah, follow follow it. Baby for Podcast on or Baby for Cast on Podbean. We're on Google Podcasts. We're working on Spotify. Um, thank you so much for over 250 downloads. I know I said that last episode, but uh, it really means a lot that that this podcast is getting traction and that we're actually people are actually showing interest in this. Lily, where can people find you? Actual Lily Pup at Twitter.com. Yeah, Actual Lily Pup. What happens now? I, I don't know. And I have been Fluffy Nate. You can find me on twitter.com slash Fluffy Nate. All right. With all that being said, Lily, play us out. Na, 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 na